Hello folks, welcome back to the RLS podcast, episode 72, and yeah, this is a little bit like of a, it's another episode where, I think I've said this like the last five episodes, where it's, it, to be fair, last week's was, was planned, last week I'd put a bit of time into it, but this week has just been mayhem, and I've had a day where just everything seems to be going wrong, I've got like I went on a walk yesterday and I've just got heaps of bites all over my legs and it's frustrating the life out of me. Um, I've tried to do about three things this morning and I've taken about three hours and I'm still sat here and I've done nothing. Like just nothing is working, nothing is going well. Um, just having a really, really frustrating day. And I've actually started recording a podcast, I had an idea, um, got 20 minutes in and the post rang the door and I could have went down and strangled them. Um, and he kept knocking and he kept ringing and he kept ringing and I was like, mate, did you not get it the second time? And you could probably sense in my voice like just a little bit on edge today, a little bit a little bit angry today. And that then gave me the kind of idea for the podcast. Um, and I don't think it has a title yet to be fair. I think it's just I'm an angry man. I think that's that I think that's what it's called. Um, and it made me kind of think like back, possibly like three four years ago like I used to walk about in a constant state of fuck you and that's the only way I could describe it like a constant state of just hating the world like just being an absolute stressed out fucking maniac that hated absolutely everything and I can feel that within me this morning like I used to feel like that 24 7 like every hour of the day and I just remember in lockdown like my mates could wind me up so easily and then maybe took the piss a little bit with it sometimes. Um, but they could wind me up with one word, saying one thing. It literally was so easy for me to get wound up. And I actually remember physically like walking along the road in lockdown, just getting annoyed looking at my phone. And then I'd be driving my car, calling people fucking cunts and calling people pricks, who like 90-year-old lady who just happened to cross the road in front of me or like someone who just like forgot to indicate it around about, like I would want to murder these people, not literally, um, until Tayside police knock, knock at the door. Um, like I was just an angry, angry man and that was just the way that I lived my life. And I guarantee right now, you know one of these people, like you know one of these people who is constantly like just, you're just like walking a tightrope with them and like at any second they could just, they could burst. And these people are draining as fuck to be around. Like, you know, people that are just annoyed at the world constantly. Like, I don't want to call them victims, but people, that, I mean, this is what I would describe myself. I would describe myself as a victim who just thought the world was against me, who thought nothing was going right. Everything was just conspiring against him and he had no luck. And I was just constantly just frustrated. Like, you could, you can feel the feeling of frustration within you. You know, when there's something that's out with your control, that you feel like you can't do anything about. And there's this like, he well, for me anyway, this is how it feels, but it's like a heavy feeling in my chest. I just, I just remember feeling like that all the time. And now I'm not saying that this is the, the number one fix for that feeling, but if you've ever, I mean, even just think back to a time in your life where that may have been the case, or you might be thinking about right now where you're just constantly frustrated, constantly annoyed, constantly on edge, constantly just ready to blow, having constant arguments with your partner, just be, like being a nippy bastard. I think that's the word for it. Just being a proper nippy bastard. You may have worked with someone like this before, as I said, 
who's just like you just don't know what to say to them and you just and they just they're constantly talking about how this is shite that shite hate this hate that world shite weather shite you're shite just everything shite and they're so draining to be around they literally are so so draining to be around they're not fun people to be around and sometimes people bat this off as like humor so they bat it off as humor like and people kind of find it almost like funny and they get a kick out of that like, you know, that person that's always just, like, really angry at people. Like, that used to be my thing. That used to be my humorous thing. Like, I used to just get really angry, really frustrated at things, shout at things, and pass it off as banter. Like, oh, I fucking hate this person, or I fucking hate that. And people go, ha, 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 that's funny. When in reality, that was just like, that was just me. Like, that was just me in the space that I was currently in at that point. So I think the purpose of what I'm trying to say here is that when your diet is all to shit, when you are unhealthy, when you are not confident in the way that you feel and look, when you are not living the life that you want to live, when you are just living every day just to tick a box, just to get by another week until you hit the weekend, when you are hungover three days of the week, you tend to, you feel like this. You just feel like fucking negative Nigel. Like you just don't think anything is good. And as I said earlier, like, just because you start training in the gym and just because you maybe start eating a little bit better doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to fix that overnight, but it's going to take you in the right direction. And I always say this to people, like people who feel like they've got no energy or they feel like they're constantly in a bad mood. You want a quick fix for that? I'll give you a quick fix for that. It's pretty fucking simple. Start moving your body, start exercising, start eating a little bit better. Lo and behold, you've got more energy. You're not as tired. Start sleeping a little bit better. Get a sleep routine shock horror you're a better more kind of alive more energized person the next morning if i have four hours sleep i am a fucking prick like i am just a shite person to be around i am on edge i'm so nippy hence why i make sure i get eight hours no say eight hours seven hours of sleep every single night because i'm just a shit person and i don't get anything done and as a byproduct that makes me more annoyed makes me more angry makes me more cranky and it's, again, it's just so, so simple, like sleeping better, eating better, training better. And all those kind of really, really simple things can make you less angry, like can make you less angry at the world. I know it sounds weird, um, but don't be one of those people. Don't be one of those people that's just constantly pissed off, constantly low on energy, constantly tired um, because you're a shit person to be around. I'm just going to say it straight out there and people can people can see it and people can see when you are maybe feeling more like that and people can see when your energy goes up and people can see when you're in a better mood and people can see when you are happier um, and it's infectious it's infectious in both ways it's infectious in like you, you ever been around someone who's just constantly negative like you get sat next to them in the works van or something like that or you play with them at football and they're like someone you spend a lot of time with negativity rubs off on people and makes you feel more negative about the world Imagine you get sat next to someone. Imagine you're in the work van and you get sat next to someone. Um, yeah, and you get sat next to someone and all they can talk about is how fucking shite coronavirus is and how the vaccine's killing everyone. There's a good chance you're going to start worrying about that as well and you're going to start going, Fuck, yeah, the vaccine could be bad. Like, I'll probably get this podcast banned for speaking about the vaccine. Um, but it's just like, it's one of those things that just... It, it drags onto you. So 
again, the second message of this podcast would be to spend less time with those sorts of people if you can. Those people that are constantly trying to bring you down because they need to do the they need to do work on themselves first. Um, you should not have to take that burden upon you because it is draining and it brings you down and it makes you more negative. I've experienced it, and I'm sure people have experienced it off the back of spending time with me before. Um, like for example, Ellie came in the room earlier, and. I was shouting at my phone because it was annoying me because I couldn't get a reel sorted properly because it wasn't uploading in fucking 4K or something like, I know, third world problem, but first world problems even. Um, I can't get something to upload in 4K. That's the worst of my problems and I'm doing all right. Um, but that was really pissing me off. She came into the house for five minutes to drop off some insect bite cream, actually, um, which was solving one of my problems. And all I could do was like moan and get angry. So Ellie's probably left the house taking a little bit of that burden on her. She's probably left, and well, I'm not in any better of a mood now because Ryan was moaning. And you need to remember that, like, your kids, your partner, your friends, the people that you work with, they take a lot of that burden from you if you're in constantly bad moods. It is almost your right to make sure that you don't do that to people and to make sure that you work on yourself. And this is why I'm constantly going on about this message is, like, if you cannot serve yourself first, you cannot serve those people around you. So like, if you're constantly in a bad mood because you hate your job and because you're working mega long hours and you're not getting any sleep, but you think you're doing that for the sake of your family to make more money, now that may be the case, and I understand that. But if you're in a constant fucking, if you're borderline depressed and you, you're doing that just so you can make more money to support your family, but you've never got time to spend with them where you've got any energy and you're never in a good mood around them, then what are you actually working? What are you working for? Like, what are you actually supporting them with? It is your duty to do like the work on yourself with the way that you feel and the way that you look, your training, your nutrition, your sleep, all these other habits that you have right now. It is your duty to make sure that you're a better version of you for the people around you. So you may feel like you're being selfless by helping these helping the people around you by going to work, making making this money. But if you're just the shittest possible version of yourself around those people constantly, then you are not doing them any justice. You're seriously not doing them any justice. Um, and it's just important to remember that. And it's just like this this little phrase that I heard the other day. It wasn't even the other day. It was like a month, month or two ago. It's like, <clears throat> and let me, I'm going to butcher this. I know I am because it's hard to get it the right way around. It's like you trade your time and you trade your energy for money by working more. So you trade time and you trade energy for, for money. And what does, what do you, what do you try and get money for? You try and get money for, so you can have more things, more time, more energy. Like a lot of the time when we think about it, our goal of working is so that we can have more spare time. It's because we can have more things. It's so we can have a better life. But what we then end up doing is we actually end up trading time and time and energy for the money, but then not getting the time and energy back because we keep working and we keep burning the candle at both ends. And I wanted to also share, like, this is kind of just like a roundabout way of telling the same story, but the I think it's like a, the story of the Mexican fisherman. Bear with me here. Um, if you've heard this before, then you'll kind of know exactly what I'm away to speak about. So, and I'm, again... If I can get this right in one in one kind of uh, in one go, then I'll be actually pretty proud of myself. So, basically, what happens is a Mexican fisherman on a boat, 
um, coming into the dock. And there is an American investment banker standing on the dock. And he sees the Mexican fisherman and he comes into the dock and he's got a pretty good catch of tuna for the day. So six really big tuna. Um, it's like, it's not too late. He's come back in. And the investment banker goes to him. He says, that's a good catch you've got there, mate. And he, he probably didn't say it like that, but you know what I mean? Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And he's like, uh, why are you coming so early? You, you could have went out and, and got some more. And he was just like, ah, I just finished. I was just, I was done for the day. I got a pretty good catch and I was going to come in and just, I'm going to go back into the village and I'm going to have a siesta and then I'm going to have a couple of tequilas going to play the guitar and just going to have a nice chill night and he's like no mate get back out there come on there's so much more to catch like you'll be able to make so much more money and then he goes nah don't feel like it so he goes back in again I'm, if you've heard a different version of this I'm I'm paraphrasing so um, bear with me so he sees him the next day he comes back he's got he's got an even bigger catch he's like it was an even better day like I picked up the same things but he's finished He's finished even earlier this day. So he's actually come in earlier and the investment banker goes to him. He's like, mate, wh why are you not still out there? There's loads of fish to catch. And then he's like, nah, I just fancy going home for a siesta, playing the guitar, have a couple of tequilas. And he's like, I'm, and the investment banker goes, right, okay, I'm going to make you an offer. And then he goes, right, okay, whatever. And Mexican fisherman doesn't look that interested, but he's, he's willing to listen. And he goes, so what you need to do is you need to stay out longer hours. So I need you to do three more hours a day and you're going to catch even more fish. In turn, you're going to make even more money. And then once you've done that, what you're going to do is we're going to buy you a bigger boat. So you're going to get a bigger boat and you're going to get a couple of guys to work with you. So you're going to be able to triple your catch throughout the day. If you do that for the next five years, what you're then going to be able to do is you're going to be able to buy an even bigger boat one that's like a commercial size and you're going to have a business, it's going to have a name, you're going to be able to put it into the stock exchange. Um, we're going to be able to ship fish all around the country and we're going to be able to sell to supermarkets. We're going to be able to make just a heap of money off of this. And then off the back of that, you can come off of the boats. You won't have to really kind of, you won't have to be on the boats. What you can do is we can make an office and you can stay in the office and you can be the CEO and we'll help you then get an office in New York. And the Mexican fisherman's just nodding his head and he's going along. And then he's like, okay, once you've got the, the one in New York, you're going to be able to buy a fleet. So we're going to make this massive fishing company and I'm going to make you loads of money. I'll actually, I'll help you. I'll help you invest your money in different places. And then what you're going to be able to do is you're going to have heaps of time. You're going to have heaps of money. And you're going to be able to, you can do whatever you want. You can, you can literally, you can hang about in the village, drink Coronas, play your guitar, have tequila. And then the fisherman goes, he kind of just nods and then walks away. So do you under, like, hopefully you understand what that message entailed. So what the fisherman, what the investment banker's idea was that he trades all this this time and effort to make this massive business over the next 20, 30 years. And he makes this big, massive, colossal business, this massive company, puts so much time and effort into it. And what's his goal at the end of the day? It's, it's, is it to retire early? Is it to have all this, all this spare time? And it's to have the ability to kind of do whatever he wants. When in reality, the Mexican fisherman's got all he wants already. 
he's able to finish early. He gets a decent catch. He makes enough money for him to go and chill, finish early, have a tequila, have a little corona, play the guitar, sit in his village with his friends and family. And that's all he really wants. But a lot of the time, we go chasing the dream. We go chasing, not to say you don't chase your dreams, but we go chasing this fucking thing that's miles away in the future. It's 40 years in the future and it's to retire early and it's to get this amazing thing. And we we actually then miss the miss the woods for the trees or miss the yeah I think that's the saying we actually miss the part in between and forget to actually live in the moment and we're constantly chasing the goal in the future and forget to live every single day of our life and actually enjoy the things that you do on a daily basis and didn't really know where this podcast was going to go didn't know it was going to end up with some story about a Mexican fisherman don't know how I got from being really fucking pissed off at my reels this morning to get to that point I, I hope you get it. Like, I hope you understand. Like, there's no point being pissed off with every single day of your life just to make a few bob, just to chase the next pay rise, just to chase the next wage increase, just to chase the next nice fancy car or to chase something that you maybe don't even want and sacrificing heaps of time with your friends, your family, with the things that you want to do now. Um, you might already have part of it. You might already have some of the things that you want. Um, and I think you'll honestly, if you look in 10 years time, if you look back, you probably want to enjoy what you're doing right now a little bit more and stop getting so caught up and on edge about what's happening in the future. Um, easy to say right now. It's easy to say in the moment, um, but it's not easy to do. And that was probably one of the most winged podcasts ever, but hopefully you took something away from it.